0: Welcome in, potty people. This is Dan, and with me as always is Andy, and we're coming off of a really weird week two. Um, I, luckily, I had a bounce back after I had a terrible week one, and Andy, you had a great week one. Uh, and then in fantasy, everything is stupid, so um, let's just go from there. Let's do it. All right, let's start with the the Thursday night game. So this was nice because Andy actually came in town for work, so we got to watch the Thursday night football game together a bit, and then uh, you were in town. You left Saturday morning, so that was kind of that was neat. We had, we had not watched a football game together in some time.
1: Chargers, yeah, yeah, and I can...
0: yeah, that was, was kind of neat. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs. This was a great game, too. The Chargers got four points. The over-under is 54. We both took the Chiefs in over just because – Man, they look electrifying and both those. I, I mean, both these teams, I, I feel like they they might could end up splitting uh, in the division. I think the Raiders are third. And I think the Broncos, surprisingly, are a distant fourth. Um, the, in this one, the Chiefs end up winning 27 to 24. So the Chargers ended up covering. They only needed three points. And the total was 51. So, uh <laughs> We got neither the uh, the Chargers covered, <laughs> and uh, we needed three more points for them to hit the over. That was such a hefty over under. That was by far the the largest of the week. So not too surprising. But I, look, both these teams are really good. We knew it was going to be a really good competition. Hey, of course, it's in yeah. three point difference. I just, boy, I just yeah. thought the Chiefs looked really, really good in week one.
1: They they really did, and uh, I mean I think part of it is Herbert is. Herbert's legit. He's yeah. really good. He he's he's still. I mean, saying he's still not Mahomes. I mean, the, who is? But uh, you know, he's he's still missing like that tiny little bit of killer instinct. You know, what I mean, of coming, of you know, winning the big game at the end. But uh, but he's looking he's looking really legit. And keep in mind, he didn't have Keenan Allen. So I mean, uh, if had, yeah, with, not that he necessarily needed it,
0: but, but. without Keenan Allen and you say he's still not Mahomes I mean he was 33 for 48 334 yards three touchdowns one interception Mahomes was 24 for 35 235 two touchdowns no interceptions so I mean uh, it's
1: more about when you do it like like Her- the stats were fine but uh at the end like Herbert had a chance to win that he didn't
0: yeah I, I mean yeah he was struggling with some wide receivers he didn't have his number one Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen gets hurt Mike Williams since get hurt um and then the rest of the time they were. I mean, Eckler, Eckler and Jared Everett had the same amount of receptions as, as Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. They all had ten. Um, Eckler, yeah. uh, Eckler had a pretty good game, nine for fifty-five, and then thirty-nine on the ground. Actually, that's not that great. Yeah, their running game seems to be struggling. Uh, Eckler got the, the lion's share of fourteen carries, but none of them really seem to be doing that well on the ground. That's gonna be. Yeah, I think I'm... it's gonna bite them later.
1: Yeah, and they used to have like a pretty decent platoon of players um, of running backs. I mean, I think was it Justin Kelly?
0: Josh Kelly. He's still there.
1: Josh Kelly. Yeah. Oh, is he still there? He's okay, still there. Yeah. He had four
0: carries for twenty-two yards, which is the he had the best, but still, he's not really been all that well. Like I, this is, I think, his second year in the league, but he's not. He hasn't really shown much. And they have, they picked up Sony Michelle as well, who's very mad. He got.
1: So Michelle's always been good. Uh, I, I don't know where that jumps from.
0: Me I mean, no, he is, struggled with the Patriots.
1: Well, the Patriots didn't let him play. Like, uh, he didn't. I don't think he necessarily. He was with the
0: Rams for a year. Struggled. and They let him walk, and it's not like the Rams have a good running back.
1: And, but he killed it with the Rams. It. He did. He did really well. Yard per carry. In. in a
0: couple games he did well, and a bunch of that he just disappeared. But they let him go. Yeah. So there's something there. I mean, they had no. They don't really have a running back, and they let him walk.
1: Yeah, I think just nobody wants to pay this dude too much because he's. I don't think he's an every down back.
0: Yeah,
1: is is in my opinion. But yeah, he's uh. He did. I mean, you know, yeah, he's not amazing, but uh, it's it's a trio. I think they need to rely on the running game a little
0: bit more. Yeah.
1: Um, but in this game, obviously, that wasn't an option.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, can't wait to see what these guys do for the rest of the season. The other, the next two teams. I'll be honest, I'm not really big on either Bucks at the Saints. Uh, this is always such a drag out battle but uh the saints are getting two and a half over under 45 44 and a half we both took the bucks i took the under just because i figured this would be pretty defensive and you took the over um i was right on that final score being 20 to 10 bucks would have our saints would have needed another 10 points to cover total score being 30 so well under the over under and we both got the bucks they ended up getting the win um It was an ugly game. Uh, At one point, there was a fight. The 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 benches Mm -hmm. start to 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 clear. Uh, Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore are suspended each for a game. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore just owns Mike Evans. Like Mike Evans is always good, but whenever he plays Marshawn Lattimore, he just never seems to do well.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. And yeah, that was (laughs) it's a big brawl. They're getting pretty mouthy. Tom Brady didn't back off and. at all of that, but he the big story, yeah, to, yeah, the big story. Well, it looked like Lattimore was trying, and then Brady bit on it when the other players didn't. But uh, the b real story is just that in the fourth quarter it was three to three. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: it, it, of course, ended up not ending that way, but I mean, it was three to three in the fourth quarter. What a boring game. Yeah. Uh, was very unless bad. You're big defensive nut, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was not great. Mark Ingram did. Pretty darn well, actually. Uh, he averaged yeah. six yards of carry on ten carries. Yeah. Uh, but but he fumbled. Not yeah. only did he fumble running, he fumbled when he was when he uh, received the ball. So uh, that that part killed him. Yeah. Um, they need Kamara back badly. They'll be a better yeah. team with Kamara. Um. And and but the question to me though is, Jameis Winston is playing with uh two broken bones in his back or fractured fractured bones in his back. Um. Why? <laughs> i mean i mean him as a person why uh and then also uh the team like why let him play? like let him heal for a week or two let Taysom hill play it's not like james winston's gonna win you the super bowl and you can't afford to play a backup well
0: andy Dalton's guess... the backup
1: well there you go i mean you've got i guess what i'm saying is that you've got both of these guys and and neither one of them are going to be that big of a drop off from each other so let led Winston heal. Like, why why yeah. play this dude with a broken back? That's cool. kind of odd
0: to me. Well, I mean, you saw what that resulted in. One touchdown, three interceptions. Um, and they've they've got a good receiving court. Michael Thomas seems like he's back and not really having issues. Chris Olave looks like he's going to be fantastic. He went uh, five five receptions, but on 13 targets. They were trying to get him the ball, 80 yards, um but, I mean, he made he made use of every single reception. He had 16 yards a, a reception. Uh, Michael Thomas with a touchdown. Yeah, this was a defensive game. I don't think either offense is going to be that good this year. Now, granted, Tom Brady had almost all his receivers out, and then the only one he has left ends up getting ejected. So next week's going to be rough. So I, I don't know what they're going to do because I think Julio got hurt. I think Mike Evans is suspended, and then Godwin is also still out. They,
1: so. they just signed uh, Cole Beasley, um, but that's, you know, based <laughs> still have, what, Cole Beasley, Scotty Miller, and, oof. Rashad Perryman. Who else? Oh, oh, Perry, Perryman.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Rashad Perryman. Perryman is not going, I mean, when do you hear that guy's name unless the whole Bucks team gets injured?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's... That's rough. Yeah. Russell Gage isn't horrible, though.
0: Um, no, I actually like yeah. Russell Gage. I thought he was going to actually have a much bigger role in uh, this offense. I kind of did, hair. too. Yeah.
1: But it looks like they kind of...
0: I mean, five for six. I, I guess
1: I didn't expect Scotty Miller to still be as involved as he is. I guess is where I'm at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They. I think they were just trying to move around to see if anyone could actually get anything going. Um, but... It was just an ugly game. I, you know, what, the bad part was the local game. The only thing that was on was Bucks Saints or Patriots Steelers. I'm like, my God! Uh, all mm-hmm. the other good games, I couldn't get Dolphin Ravens. I couldn't get Jets Browns. I couldn't get Lions Commanders. So, ugh. It was I mean, ugly. on
1: paper, that should have been a decent game. Uh, yeah. the The Bucks have on again on paper, like one of the most impressive offensive rosters. Uh, and then and Tom Brady, of course. And then the Saints have an incredible defense. Uh, should have been like a pretty good fun battle but it was just so lopsided
0: yeah yeah well you made this one of your solid picks that was a good call because Mm -hmm. you got it uh one of the few both of us we both did not do well on our solid picks uh and neither (laughs) of us hit our lock so that is fun uh the next game this one was absolutely bananas uh dolphins at the ravens the dolphins were getting three and a half the over/unders 44 and a half I took the Dolphins and under I was much higher on the Dolphins going into this year than you were and I think you were much higher on the Ravens than I was going into this year um, mm-hmm. this was a close game the Dolphins end up winning 42 to 38 so they wouldn't have needed the the points to cover and uh, total score was 80 8 that is by far the highest score total for this entire week Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we did not get the under I thought this would be a little bit more defensive um, it was not both quarterbacks. All right. So if if your quarterback goes 21 for 29, 318 yards and three touchdowns, that's a good day. Uh, if your running back goes for nine and 119 in a touchdown, that's a really good day. If the same player is your quarterback, that is unbelievable. Uh, Lamar Jackson just had an unreal game. I think anyone who played against him had a really tough time.
1: Yeah. Four, four touchdowns on his own. Uh, but here, here's what's impressive to me for both of these teams, because these are both teams that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected this from. Not that I don't think the players are good, but the quarterbacks, let's face it, are not always known for being the most prolific through the air. And their second best receiver for the Ravens, over 100 yards and a touchdown. The second best receiver for the Dolphins, 171 yards and two touchdowns. That was the second best. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is unreal. To to a. Those for six touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, I would have if you bet me twenty dollars.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, also, four hundred seventy yards. Mention the four hundred seventy yards with that. Four
1: hundred seventy yards. But if you'd told me before the season started that the Dolphins are going to play the Ravens and his uh, the touchdown interception ratio is going to have a six and a two in there, you figure out where they go. I would not have gotten this correct. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> would have been. I would have put a hundred dollars on. two. Two touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh
0: yeah, cannot that, believe
1: he look, just he just went off.
0: Well, going into the season, again, you were much lower on Lamar Jackson. He's gotten better every year. I think he's got potential to be MVP up there with maybe Jalen Hurts. And then you were much lower on Tua. And I was like, I think Mike McDaniel knows who Tua is, and that's why he he's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle who uh combined for almost four hundred yards. Is because look, two Tua made some throws. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. All right. So, Ty, so Tyreek, he did make some bombs to him. Now, granted, some of them Tyreek was left wide open, which I don't know what the Ravens defense is thinking about that. Yes. But a lot of it is the reason Tyreek is so good is because you can throw it to him underneath, and then he, he's so quick that he can just make up that it was extra yards. So it might have started off as a seven-yard pass, but then he can go for an extra 20 yards, and that's what makes him so dangerous. Same with Jalen Waddle, He catches everything. And he can do the same thing. We saw it last year in his rookie debut. Terry Killen almost had 200 yards, and he had two touchdowns. Jalen Waddle had 171 yards and two touchdowns. Mike Kosicki got a touchdown. River K- Krajkoff, Krajkaft? I never <laughs> even heard of the guy got a touchdown. Like, they were just distributing them. It's, uh, this is, I'm telling you, you're going to see this. The, the Dolphins are going to put up good numbers. Now, the real test is going to be this next week. They play the Bills. And that's how you're going to test your medal because the Bills are here to win everything. And they are—they've brought all their weapons. Like, they're not settling. They're still upset about the the playoff loss last year. So that's going to be mm-hmm. a massive, massive divisional game. And, I, I mean, I think the Bills are going to win it. But depending on what the spread is, if you gave me six points, I think I would take the Dolphins in six.
1: Oof. Yeah, I don't, the Bills lack I secondary. don't think I, I think that the Bills defense is going to do better against Tua than you think though and not, and not because of the typical I'm down on Tua thing or anything but I think that pass rush is just unbelievable and despite not having the best secondary I mean they've still got Trey White and despite not having the best secondary in the world Trey Lord, Davis
0: White is injured he's not
1: out there oh, is he still out? Yeah. I thought he was going to be back no I okay. think he's
0: out for the first four games
1: Oof, that—that's what, that what I'm but, saying. That's But but still, mean. that pass rush can do some damage. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah. Well, I, I what is the spread? Well, we'll talk about that next week.
0: Yeah, that's not out yet. Uh, let's move on to the next game. And unfortunately, like I was saying earlier, this was the other regional game, which was very boring. Uh, Patriots at Steelers. The Steelers are getting two points. The over under is forty and a half. We both took Steelers. Uh, you took the over. I took the under because I figured this is going to be a defensive game. I don't like uh, – both of these offenses are very not good. Um, about halfway through the game, the fans in Pittsburgh were all uh, saying, we want Kenny. We want Kenny, talking about uh, Kenny Pickett. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, uh, Trubisky didn't look great, but that was also uh, – Patriots have a good defense. I don't know if Kenny would have done that much better.
1: Um, Belichick. Eat feasts on rookie quarterbacks yeah. too
0: yeah and that's not you don't want to bring in the thing is you need to ease pick it in uh to a, a an easier game and i gotta look at their schedule and see what it is but the patriots defense is not one you want to bring him in let just do what you can with what you have and try to figure it out um this one was one of my solid picks which hurt because the uh, patriots ended up winning 17 to 14 so uh the, if the Steelers had one more point, I wouldn't be able to cover. But they only got the two, and the total score was 31. So I did get the under. Um, we even had a prop bet: over/under three and a half total touchdowns. You took the over. You were smart. You got—they got four total touchdowns. It was, uh, but man, they were.
1: I thought it would um, be four.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, I that? really thought. Uh, yeah, I really did. I thought four, and then
1: I was a little nervous. A little nervous would be three, but yeah, uh, I was I thinking it four.
0: Might yeah, I thought it might have ended up being. That was three. a good line. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, we'll go over this a little bit, It's but it's kind of what you expected. Mac Jones, 252, 1-1. One and one. Mitch Trubisky, 168, 1-1. One and one. So he, his were, I mean, at 21 for 33, which is not too far off from Mike Jones, but he had about 100 yards less, so it kind of shows you. It, it was just not, it was so boring. Damian Harris, 71 yards and a touchdown uh, on 15 carries, so, which was about the only good running Najee. Uh, fifteen for forty-nine, which is terrible. Yeah, yeah. it was all boring. Um, it is.
1: It's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm already done with this conversation. That's yeah, that that's is. fine. <laughs> we can move on.
0: This is great. You know what, Deontay Johnson actually, when they got it to him, it, he looked good. Mm-hmm. Like he looked solid. They had him on a lot of outs and he's comebacks. a good player. Yeah, he is. But that's the thing is they like I, I guess it was Trubisky's arm because you saw a lot of like there was a lot of flats and like comebacks and stuff because they didn't want to. It was Deontay Johnson using his um, his agility uh, t- instead of relying on Trubisky. Yeah, it, it's gonna yeah. take a bit. I want
1: It's ball placement, man. It, it, he just doesn't have it. It's 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 what surprised me with Tua this this game. You know that the 171 and the 190 yards would have easily you know that Tua had would have easily been like 110, 120, still good. But if he if the receiver had to come back a little bit for the ball or make an adjustment for the ball, he hit him perfectly in stride, which is what was what is what amazed me. Trubisky does not have that ability.
0: See, I always thought Tua, <laughs> I've never seen it at least. I always thought Tua was pretty accurate. He just doesn't have the arm to push it down the field. Uh, but he had a few passes this time. Now Tyreek had to come back a little bit. But um, all right, I'm gonna go over the schedule the next couple games you let me know where you think pickett comes in and i'm going to tell you now uh, i've got my mm-hmm. picks out so next week they play the browns that's a tough defense then they got the jets the bills the bucks the dolphins the eagles the saints i mean it's got to be the jets if you don't play them the jets then mm-hmm. you can't play them again really till maybe end of november when the colts are, are roast beef yeah
1: yeah, it's, it's rough.
0: I think you're going to see him against the Jets. Uh, you'll see this next game will struggle mightily against the Browns. It'll be a similar game. It's going to be all defense, and both teams are going to struggle with offense. Um, and then I think the next week you'll have Kenny Pickett starting. But, boy, Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, those are all really, really good defenses.
1: That's yeah, to yeah, that, yeah, it's going to be uh, hard for any rookie. And with that O-line, Ugh. Yeah. I don't know if I'd bring him out at all. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not I'm not against that at all. This O-line's really bad. Um, let's move on. This game was actually a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Jets at the Browns. The Jets are getting 6.5. The over-under is 39.5. We both took the Browns. We both took the under. You made it a solid pick, and I wanted nothing to do with this game because I figured it would be pretty close, and it was. I mean, it, the closest. 31 to 30. Uh, much more high scoring than I thought it would be. Uh, the Jets would have needed a... Uh, uh, or would have had to give up a point. Uh, total score is 61, so it was very well far past the over. Um, this is... What did you notice in this one?
1: That uh, Flacco and Brissett had the uh, most exciting football game of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the first thing I noticed, and this is not a joke. I'm not even joking. Every single year this happens, and I think why the hell was Nick Chubb not the number one consensus overall draft pick or fantasy yeah. draft pick? He does it every year. was yeah. like, oh, he's five, six, down the list. No, he's not. He's always the best.
0: <laughs> and everybody always doubts him. Well, because he uh, doesn't usually – he's not a big pass catching back. It doesn't matter. He
1: gets three touchdowns in a hundred. It
0: doesn't matter. He does
1: it literally every year. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, top two. Uh, but, yeah, Nick Chubb, well, he was just a beast. He averaged he's 17 carries, and he still averaged over five yards a carry. Yeah. Three touchdowns. Kareem Hunt was at four and a half yards a carry. So the the run was not being stopped. No. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was doing a good job, too, eh. of, of running the football. Oh, running uh, and the football. It, okay. Yeah, All no, right. of, running, of, of running the football. Yeah, well, and keeping it, you know, uh, again, you have to worry about that spy on the quarterback, you know what I mean, yeah. which frees things up for the other running backs. And we've always talked about that, you know, a, a, a a mobile quarterback makes the other running backs better. Yeah. Um. And and that sure happened here. This was kind of Amari Cooper's debut. Yeah. Um, because he didn't play last week, right? I think. Uh. Or, or he, he played, came out of the game. But
0: he, I think he goosed last week.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, I think he came off because he was hobbled. Is okay. why he goosed. But I, I might be wrong. So they were saying this was kind of like the the his premier game. You know, full full game. It was hundred yards and a touchdown. Uh, 101 and a touchdown. So okay. Well, in the targets
0: t- he had ten. The next highest was Ojoku with five. That's that's something else to very much notice. And Donovan People Jones only had one, which is
1: that is shocking. That David Bell only with one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I-, I thought we'd see a little bit more uh passing, but I mean, they felt they didn't need to. They were winning. Were they winning in the fourth quarter? I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, they were up, and then the Jets
0: came down. I think they had like two minutes left
1: Mm -hmm. and And, uh, and...
0: just marched down. I mean, Flacco had four touchdowns. 300 yards and four touchdowns.
1: Garrett Wilson looked like a stud. Garrett Wilson
0: is a stud. Brees Hall is a stud. (laughs) Uh, Elijah Moore is a stud. Uh, What's going to be interesting is if Zach Wilson comes back in two weeks, what's this going to look like for them? I mean, he's going to have to see everything. If Joe Flacco can make all of this work, you better be yeah. able to do something.
1: Uh, the other thing I, I'm questioning is Brees Hall vastly outperforms Michael Carter. So I'm interested in how they use them going forward.
0: Yeah. I mean, is Hall getting more carries? Day, or... but yeah, but Brees Hall is much better.
1: Yep. Yeah, it'll they be They only threw him to, him to once,
0: which makes no sense. It was one time for ten, and he got ten yards and a touchdown. Ten yard touchdown. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not impressed with Robert Sala. He's a defensive minded coach, and the defense has not been all that great.
1: Um, yeah, considering their, yeah their defense is stacked, and, and not being able to hold the Browns under thirty is kind of shocking. Yeah. With that defense, they've got some players.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is with that offense. I know they're having left tackle issues, but they should be getting. You, where's the value that this coach is bringing? It's not to the defense, and he's a defensive-minded coach, and they've got a lot of weapons. And granted, they had a good game this week against a good defense, but overall, like, what is their identity? Do you? I mean, what would you say? Like the Browns, they're going to be ground and pound until they get Deshaun Watson. Um, the Bills are going to be Josh Allen in that pass rush. What are the Jets?
1: The Jets are youth. That's all they've got right yeah, now. They've got, they've got youth. Flacco's not young but once he's uh you know zach's back then you got hall you got garrett wilson you got elijah moore you got a lot of these uh, uh young guys on defense like sauce gardner and mm-hmm. uh yeah i i think they can i think they can build something there i really do but uh zach wilson is going to be do you think the, question mark. the
0: guy do you think he can do it i mean we've seen it's <sighs>
1: probably you know, not
0: it's only one year in I know you were pretty high on him, and I just wasn't
1: sure. I really did like him defensively. Yeah. I really do like him defensively. A lot of people um, did, yeah. I mean, Richard Sherman's like, I'll do anything he wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go with him. Yeah, whatever team. But he ended up retiring, of course. But uh, four touchdowns out of Joe Flacco. I mean, they did something. They beat yeah. the Browns. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be solid, but he beat the Browns.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I mean, I'm hoping they do well. I'm kind of finding myself rooting for the Jets because I liked how they put together this team. But, yeah. You've got to do something there. Uh, yep. Next game is Col- Colts at the Jags. The Jags are getting three and a half. The over-under <laughs> is 45 and a half. We both took Colts. Um, I took the over. You took the under. We even both made this a solid pick because it seemed like it. Uh, you made this your lock. And the Colts did not score one point. Uh, the final Let score me... was 0-24. to 24. They got shut out. Like, that doesn't... So shut out by the
1: happens. Jaguars. uh let me ask you this real fast before we get into this game. Mm-hmm. How does this 24-0 to make you feel about the Texans' tie with the Colts?
0: Um, I think that, well, one, the Colts had Michael Pittman last week, which is a big difference because he, I think he's a really good receiver. Uh, I know you weren't as big on him. I think he's a really good receiver, but he's also he's their good. only receiver. And yeah. when you take yeah. out their only receiver, I think you've got a bunch of guys that are probably – threes. I mean, I thought Alec Pierce might be able to step up, but he was also out this game. So you're missing just about all of your receivers. And so you're like, okay, well then that means clearly you're going to run your best player, Jonathan Taylor, more. Nope. Nine times. Nine times, he's going to average six yards, and that's it. We're not going to run him anymore. And I know your thing was like, well, they were behind. Yes, but having Matt Ryan throw it to absolutely nobody only led to three interceptions. Uh, You know, some of those were on Matt Ryan. Some of those were why they're they're just bringing bringing the guns every time. Uh, No, it's true. It's true. And you're like, well, maybe you could throw to him more. He had one target. He had one passing target to Jonathan Taylor. That makes no sense. Get him out in space. If your offensive line is bad, get him out in space and let him do his thing. This was terrible, terrible play calling. A lot of this, I mean, Matt Ryan needs, I mean, a lot of it's on him. But a lot of it's on the coach, too. They, They just did not do a good job. And the Jaguars this is something else I know is a lot of this was coaching um, Doug Peterson came in mm-hmm. and turned this guy around so a lot of people have said well Trevor Lawrence prolific in all these things the athletics the arm all those things but he wasn't able to uh, dissect the plays that fast because coming from Clemson it was nope. a very easy scheme and so that's why he might have had trouble coming to the NFL and also Urban Meyer is not going to help with that what they've done because Trevor Lawrence can throw on the run so well is they've got him in a lot of boots and waggles and kind of, they don't have him mm-hmm. running down field a ton. I think rushing, he had three carries for 11 yards, um, but they had yeah. him on the move and that, that guy's a big, tall gazelle. He can move. He can see over everybody. He can extend plays. And
1: change. it just seemed like a, like a very consistent game manager. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. He would escape a little bit, but still like it, his average throw was nine yards, which is actually pretty really low. Um, yeah. For you know, it's it's again average because typically they throw a couple of sixty yard bombs. You yeah. know what I mean? So you're that mean that means realistically, you know, he he was throwing three four yard but routes. Think about it. In this game, must... they
0: didn't need to throw any bombs. They just ran yeah. it and did the little pass and check. And no, hit. and like I said, yeah,
1: he he was wildly efficient on little short routes. I mean, that's that's what it was. Completions
0: the... all game at a thirty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I, Very I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm complimenting the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I trying know. to compliment the guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're 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 taking, taking a, uh, you're upset by that, but no, right, I think he's just wildly efficient. I, yeah. think, I think that's that's kind of what he's trying. do. He, he doesn't appear to be a playmaker versus just he's becoming wildly efficient. However, again, this was on the Colts defense that's been struggling, and uh, like you said, they they got three interceptions where they got short fields. So, I mean, we'll we'll see, but. Travis Etienne is not impressing me at all. No, um, he's he, he averaged two yards a carry. Yeah. Sorry, 2.2. 2.2 2 yards yeah. a carry. Jesus. And that is really bad on nine carries. Well, he's supposed
0: <laughs> to be more the receiving guy. Three for three for 33 yards, which is good. And it's a sure. good thing James Robinson's <laughs> healthy because that's going to be – that's your runner now. Um, he Averaging 2.8. 23 carries. 23 carries coming off an Achilles tear. And the thing is, he didn't have a good yards per carry either. His was only 2.8. So, no, uh, and, and I will
1: give them that they have incredibly great defensive tackles in,
0: in Indianapolis. Yeah, DeForest so, Buckner might be one of the best.
1: Yeah, Quidi, Clover Quidi Stewart. is very good. They've got a good front seven. Clover Stewart's unreal, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's,
0: so I, I don't know. I mean, keep an eye on the Jags. Um,
1: I th- we yeah. both thought they
0: were going to take a step forward. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, not going to. Any, I'm just, any, I don't believe in them. They, they do win the in division, them. though.
1: Well, that's not saying much. No, but <laughs> keep an eye on
0: them. The, the Jags can make the, t- the, playoffs. the Titans will. Yeah, they can go okay. from the worst, the first overall pick in the draft to, th- to the playoffs.
1: That, that'll be because the the, the, the second best team in the AFC South will have four wins. That's yeah. so we'll see, and yeah. the and the Jags' only wins will be against said AFC South opponents. Still, we'll see, but yeah, I'm not keeping an eye on them as if they're something to watch there. No. They're just they're they're equally terrible. They i not but they until they give progress. me something to care about. But they yeah. could. But
0: I mean, the thing is, they've got the roster, and now that you see the coach, Doug Peterson's kind of put it together, and he's starting them slow. Like, he's starting to slowly mm-hmm. move them. He's not putting a lot on Trevor Lawrence. He's giving him time to, like, get better. And yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think that their offensive line still needs a little bit of work. I don't like their tackles. But they've got yeah. – I mean, Christian Kirk is solid. They threw him a lot of money, and he – I mean, he responded. He had a great day. What did he have? Uh, on six targets, he had 78 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. I'm, uh, I'll – I'll. I will watch them, <laughs> and that Houston plays them soon. But uh, yeah, I'm not that excited about any of them yet. This I whole mean, division is yeah. just garbage, hot garbage right now. And, and Matt and Ryan. If I learned anything, it's there's a damn good reason the Falcons were, were were ready and trying hard to get ready.
0: Yeah, yeah. They saw what they they, they what they saw. Yeah, I just think there's going to be a few teams that are that you know like people just didn't think of that are this is going to be where they kind of start to make that hump into. Um, they're going to be in a lot of games. Like last year, the Lions, they were in a lot of games, and they never seemed to be able to make that hump. I think this is the year they will be able to. Um, and that's our next team, Commies and the Lions. The, commanders the Lions
1: are, are the man. One yep. and a half.
0: Yeah, I, I'm telling you, they looked they looked good. I think they got a little too high on themselves, but uh, Commies got one and a half points. The over 48 and a half. I took the Lions and over. I The Lions, I... I think are going to take a big step forward. I think the commander's are going to take a big step back. I think Ron rivera is gone at the end of the year. That's why I made this one of my solid picks. And uh, the Lions had winning 36 to 27. So the commander's would need nine points. The over under is 63. So it was the over. I got both of those. And got one of my solid you picks. Did. Um, did the Lions, I'm telling you. And I think it would have been a bigger blowout. But the problem is, it was, I think it was... Seventeen to zero going into halftime uh, against the Commanders. I think they kind of pulled off the gas and got a little too into themselves, and they had to fight back at the end because it got close at the end. But did I, it? I don't think they make that same mistake twice. They're past. through the Lions? So Do what?
1: You're talking about the Lions? The
0: Lions, yeah.
1: Oh no! It was it was much. I thought it was much uh, more of a beatdown than it looked. Uh, oh, the, I. Agree. Seven of the. Seven of the commanders' points in the fourth quarter were, were garbage time points. I mean, the yeah. Lions had them by sixteen in the fourth. They, yeah. they were fine. I, yeah, I don't think. But they still led
0: up. They led up in the third quarter.
1: Well, I think they started playing like, bin but don't break. Yeah. to a degree, because they scored that first touchdown in the third, and then they just kind of coasted. Uh, the fourth quarter, they did have another big one. But also keep in mind, though, the the commies, even though even though they uh, they lost this game, they they beat down your Jags week, week one. Uh, and week two, I mean, they they did put up twenty seven points. I mean, I don't think they're great, but the Lions have a really really solid defense. Um, and I thought they don't actually like their secondary. I th- thought they overcame the first half. Uh, I don't like their secondary either, but uh, I just think uh, credit where credits due. Carson Wentz has been putting together a pretty decent offense there. Yeah. Um, he he got another three touchdowns, but but what's really impressing me is he's. Spreading the ball out really well in Washington. Mm-hmm. So he's using Curtis Samuel, which I don't think anyone really used Curtis Samuel <laughs> till well, now. He was injured um, they most of
0: last year, and then they mm-hmm. gave him a good extension, and he was always yep. super athletic.
1: But McLaurin, Dotson uh, were both used pretty pretty heavily the last two games. Logan Thomas, I mean, exactly. I say heavily. I shouldn't say heavily, but they, he's. My point is, I guess he is evenly distributing the ball to like seven receivers. Mm-hmm. It's not just focusing on this one guy and move on. He's making reads, he's looking at the field, they're using all their players. Like I'm just I g I guess I'm I'm trying to give Washington a little bit of credit on the offensive side of the ball.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, defense, they can't be giving up thirty six to the Lions, but they did. Um Dude, Lions and oh,
0: Lions are so good. I'm on Ross A. Brown.
1: They're it's fun to unreal. watch. He he really is. And Jameson Williams is coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I, I mean sure their that. receivers are gonna be bananas. Uh, along with T J Hawkinson who's still kind of a stud. He, this game wasn't his best, but well, he, um, he
0: hasn't done anything. They haven't really targeted him in the first two games this
1: year. Yeah. Well he's I've been watching his blocks. He seems to be doing a really good job blocking the uh blocking out there. Yeah, but I just uh, didn't think
0: they would need him to block as much because their offensive line is is improved so much.
1: I mean it is, but this seems to be working. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I mean when you got I mean, why not use him to help block when you've got this two headed monster and and Swift and, and Jamal Williams. Swift it's, uh, is unreal. I love Mason Swift right now. I really do. And Jamal Williams, too. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a bit of a stud. This this game wasn't his, his biggest game, but last game uh, he was used pretty, uh, in the red zone and short yardage and was doing really well.
0: Yeah. I mean, 12 um, targets. Are, I mean, yeah. 12 carries, but not super efficient, yeah. 53 yards. But, I mean, DeAndre Swift only had five carries.
1: Yeah, so, so Jamal Williams is being used as a short yardage back. So it's it's hard when you, to look at their uh, yards per carry when he's a short yardage back because you're literally literally putting him in a position to run against a wall. You know what I mean? So he's obviously going to have a lower yards per carry than Swift, who's getting the ball in a little bit of space out to the side. So. But Jamal is still getting 4.4 4. 4 yards per carry, again, in short yardage. So I mean, he's they're both playing really good football. and uh, And again, like we said, uh, they still got James Williams to, to add to this offense in a couple of weeks. And uh, uh, and this is this is already a team that, that I've fallen in love with uh, oh, from yeah. Hardnox and that coach. That coach, yeah. oh my God. I, did you see the quote I sent you a little bit yeah, ago? I did, yeah. <laughs> so go ahead.
0: Well, go ahead and say what the quote is.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So he says they asked him how he scouted the Vikings Eagles game on Monday Night Football. And he said that normally, like any fan would, I fell over backwards in my chair, drunk after the second half. I couldn't even take notes anymore. Woke up, couldn't read my notes. But I'm back, in this this morning took some aspirin. We're good. <laughs> guys, uh, if you don't if you don't love so that guy, yeah, yeah. If you don't love that guy, I'm not even trying. <laughs>
0: um, next one is Panthers at Giants. Neither of us wanted this game. Uh, I think the two teams are, teams are pretty similar. Uh, the yeah. Panthers are getting two points. The over/under is forty-three and a half. I took Giants and over. I think Giants are actually going to be. Uh, threatening this year, kind of in the same boat as like the Lions were last year, and um, how I think the Jags will be this year. Uh, you took the Panthers in over, and uh, you're a fool. You're a fool for doing so. The Giants, Brian Dayball, he's got them kind of rolling ish. Uh, the Giants ended up winning 19 to 16, just barely cover, and uh, so I won that one. But neither of us got the under or the over because it is only ended up being 35 points. I thought the the defenses were, which makes sense. In hindsight, that makes sense. Both these teams have much better defenses than they do offenses. So, um, Baker Mayfield doing Baker stuff, 14 for 129, 145, and a touchdown. Uh, Daniel Jones, 22 for 34, 176 yards and a touchdown. Um, Daniel doing Daniel stuff. Um, (laughs) He uh, he had 10 carries for 21 yards. Saquon, 21 carries for 72 yards. I, I mean, this is kind of it's too yeah both neither offense is that great, they've got skill players, but the problem well, is, Saquon's back
1: that's that's what matters, back. yeah, I mean he the last couple of years like he even when he was there, you didn't care, like yeah. he was he was no threat, and yes he was coming off a major injury, but still like it just it was pretty scary that he may never be that much of a threat again but but he's back and he is a threat, so that's yeah really good news for the Giants,
0: yeah, I, these are very similar teams, their defenses. They've got a lot of talent, can play well. Um, Their offenses, they have good offenses everywhere. uh, I mean, players everywhere, except for their quarterback. The quarterback's really the only part they're kind of missing. Daniel Jones, you don't really know what you have in him. uh, Baker Mayfield, he's still not really sure what's going on there. Now, granted, Baker got here a little bit later. But uh, you just don't know. But the weapons, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, those are all solid. Um, Saquon. Kadarius Tony, um, that well,
1: that's so. I wanted to ask you, what's your, what's your opinion on Kadarius Tony?
0: I think he's going to be really good. I think he's incredibly talented. The only thing is, he, uh, he, they not the new coach is not very happy with him. That's why they went out and uh, drafted Wandale Robinson, who I think he's been nicked up but you could see him. I think you'll start to see him added it because they're very, very similar players. Kadarius and Wandell. And I think they're going to try once Wandell gets back and starts getting his feet under him, they're going to try and boost Kadarius Tony's numbers. And then I think they're going to trade him.
1: I was going to ask you, you think they try to boost his numbers? Cause yeah, cause right now he's both of his games combined for zero yards.
0: Yeah. And, and he's had receptions.
1: <laughs> zero. Yeah. Two, two receptions. For zero. For total z- zero last, last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so yeah that's uh I was just curious what your thoughts are cuz yeah, I I think they're going to try to trade him too. The dude clearly has talent. He yeah. just needs to be crazy on a different team and he needs to have a re- he needs to have a reset somewhere.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um let's move on to Falcons at Rams. This was another one where um yeah. Yeah. I, the Falcons are another team where I think they're like the Jags this year, the Lions last year, the Giants like, It like kind of falls into that same category where People are sleeping on them. I like Arthur Smith, and I think they're going to start. They're building well. I like. I, I think they're draft. building
1: well. Yeah, I mean, like this this game, like they have twenty seven points, but it was mostly garbage time. Uh, they had they had ten points going into the fourth quarter, yeah. but it is a really good defense.
0: Yeah, um, coming off of a very like, embarrassing loss, too.
1: Yeah, and it's not like they have so many weapons. You know what I mean? They have Drake London, who had uh, Jalen. Yeah, and and, I, and Ramsey was on him for a lot of the game. Not all the game, but a lot of the game. And he got eight catches for 86 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, I, I benched him. <laughs> I benched him fantasy because I'm like, oh, Jalen Ramsey's up against a rookie receiver and yeah. he's got no other weapons? This is going to be ugly. And nope, I was wrong, of course. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but Cordero Patterson is the other one that's interesting to me. So he's... He, like I'll see him on certain plays, and I'm like, "Oh, this dude's electric." And then I see him on, you know, a few other plays, and just not that exciting. Yeah. Um, they they had him split carries with Tyler Algier, who they seem to love.
0: I liked him. Uh, during Gere the preseason, coming out this year. Yeah,
1: but he he didn't do much. I mean, he was at barely barely hit three yards a carry.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, ten carries I, I, in this game. The thing that you, but I wouldn't focus on that so much is that mm-hmm. the fact that he split carries with Cordell Patterson. He's going to start getting. Yeah.
1: 50, 50 That yeah. attention,
0: yeah. And so that's what I would kind of focus on because I don't think Cordero Patterson can take this kind of abuse two years in a row. He's, what like 32. Um,
1: but keep in mind, they, they didn't have him play receiver. Like, I would have thought that if – I would have thought they'd bring Algier in and have some two-back sets where Algier's – you have know, the threat to rush, and Cordero can take a little screen to the side or something. Yeah. Um, but there was, he was targeted once.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just
1: thought that was a little odd that they didn't use him in that way.
0: Yeah. Um, sometimes people get – The coaches kind of get mixed up and befuddled when they get in these where they're just getting trounced and so they go away from their from their game plan which is you look you got to use Cordero in those ways and the different ways just because you don't know even if he's in the backfield what you're using him for Um, using Algier. Algier is more of a, a runner than he is a pass catcher and so I think that kind of throws things off. Like he didn't have one he didn't have one target, Algier, but he had the same amount of carries as Cordero. And they usually like throwing to their running back. So it was just kinda of odd. Especially with Marcus Mariota. It seemed like they were gonna have a lot more focus on like RPOs and things like that. They just they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they still I still think the Rams are gonna give people trouble. Uh oh, I'm sorry, the Falcons are gonna get people trouble. But the Rams are a good team. They're not as good as they were last year. I don't think they you know, it's still early. Teams changing at the end of the season, but I think they lost a lot of things um, and didn't really gain enough. I used to see what Von Miller did for them, and now what he's doing for the Bills, and they just lost. They just don't have that edge They really lost they that there.
1: pass rush. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that hurt them a lot. I mean, uh, you got to see a little bit more Allen Robinson this time. They actually utilized him this game, and. He's a beast. I mean, he only four yard. I mean, only four catches, but fifty three yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, because he's he's a matchup nightmare. He's so tall, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cooper Cup just you know gets fourteen targets. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Tyler Higby was used a ton because they're not that great over the middle, um, well, defensively. Atlanta isn't. I mean, so uh, Higby got a lot of targets in. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I expected to see more usage of Allen Robinson. Um, I guess they were just doing a good job manning up on him last game, and, and then this game, I don't know. We got to see still just a little bit, but uh, he just seems like too athletic and too stud- studly of a receiver not to utilize a little bit more. Yeah, I don't get um, that. And well, then the Falcons. They,
0: like you said, they got up quick, and that'll change things. I mean, Cam Akers got 15 carries. Errol Henderson got 10. Neither is a good running back. And so yeah, I'd like
1: changed. to see Ritter. Yeah. Ritter had the best uh, preseason in my opinion. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really shocked oh, that we haven't him. seen him over Mariota. But, we, picked uh, up, I just,
0: we picked him up in my dynasty league, and I'm I just sitting, just kind of waiting, because I think he's going to be really, really good. That's what I'm saying. Be
1: good, the Falcons man. are building something, man. They're building something. I agree. I, I, I don't disagree on that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Kyle Pitts, though, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, I fell for it. It's the first time I've ever felt for buying in on a on an unproven tight end early in the fantasy, but uh,
0: he has done a I'm whole proven. lot of nothing. I wouldn't say unproven. He looked good last year. He looked good in game good week one. But
1: he's not put up Kelsey numbers yet. He's getting drafted with the Kelseys of the world. Yeah. That's what threw me off. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, tight ends in general are just such, in fantasy, It's just, they're just dumpster fire after dumpster fire. You, there's like three or four decent ones, and then after that, it just goes downhill so fast. I thought Hawkinson was going to have a good year this year, like he did last yeah. year, and then he's done nothing. I, Agreed. Actually, I think I went and picked up Gerald Everett instead, just because it's like wow, something's got to, It's better than this. Um, let's move on to the next game, and we can just do this briefly. Seahawks at Forty Nine ers. Seahawks are getting eight and a half over unders forty one. Um, I took the Forty Nine ers. You took the Seahawks, and I want. I I knew they were going to be way too high on themselves after the last game, and the Forty Nine ers would be way too low on themselves, <laughs> and so I took Forty Nine ers in under. Um, you got the over. The final score was 27-7, to 7, um, but it <laughs> wasn't even that close, so the Seahawks would have needed 20 points to cover, a total of 44. So it was just barely over. Um, this is this is everything regressing to the mean. Like, this is what it's going to be. Geno Smith, 24 for 30, 200 yards, and an interception. That's about right. Trey Lance, that's the big story, though. Two for three for 30, and then a season-ending endi- injury And Jimmy Garoppolo comes back. Now, this – people wondered why they bought Jimmy back. This is why. Um, Not only this, I I think he's a better quarterback than Trey Lance, at least right now. Now, he can't run as much as Trey Lance. Um, He's more of the pocket passer. But Mm -hmm. Trey Lance was – he was struggling with his passes. I mean, he's an athletic guy. They got better.
1: They got better through injury. That's what just happened. I'll yeah. say it out loud. All right.
0: Fair enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> a lot of GMs are saying it, too. They just don't want to say it out loud on com-
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: with comments. But, yeah, they, a couple of people were reporting that the consistency around the league is that 49ers got better.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Let's move over there. Seahawks, no one really did anything. Um, it was all bad. They had four different rushers. Uh, none of them were good. Uh, they weren't going to be in this game. And then 49 uh, Well, DK
1: Metcalf mm-hmm. dropped a touchdown yeah. like pretty early on that was like an easy touchdown. And I feel like that just set the set the mood <laughs> for just underperformance. Kind of took the wind out of the sails of Geno Smith. It took, I don't know. It just did a lot that it was kind of odd. And, and uh, I think they're kind of somewhere in the middle of the first two games that we saw in Seattle. I don't think they're quite this bad, but I don't think they're anywhere near as good as they were week one.
0: Yeah. Um, something to notice, Brandon Ayuk, the most targets of any of the receivers. Now, Debo overall, he had six targets and then uh, four carries. And this was a blowout early. So they started, I mean, you started seeing Juan Jennings, Ray McLeod, and, like, other people starting to get into the game just because it was a blowout so fast. But I thought that was interesting. He went um, Agreed. five for eight for 63. So keep an eye on him. He could end up doing something later on yeah this is i mean i don't know how much more you want to go to this game seahawks bad 49ers are going to be i think they're a lot better now and they're going to be a lot more dangerous uh let's move on because we have to uh Bengals at the cowboys cowboys were getting seven points the over under was 41 and a half we both took the Bengals. we both took the under i made it my lock because the Bengals are coming off of a horrible loss the week before and they said you know what we're kind of into that we're going to do another one of those so Made it a lock, made it a solid pick. They end up losing seventeen to twenty. They would have needed three points to cover instead of the seven they gave up uh, to a Dak Prescott list Cowboys. So uh, total score was thirty-seven. So it was the under. We both got that. But my God, this was this was terrible. I mean, the Bengals had a horrible, horrible game the week before, especially their offense. And then Joe Burrow comes out twenty-four for thirty-six, one hundred ninety-nine yards. Couldn't even get six yards an attempt uh, and one touchdown. Cooper Rush, nineteen for thirty-one, two hundred thirty-five yards and a touchdown. Cooper Rush had a better game than Joe Burrow. That's not supposed to happen. You
1: know, this this just highlights what, um, what we know. What we know, and we fall for it every year, is that, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, it's it's it doesn't totally matter exactly who the players are that are brought in from, you know, free agency and from trades and everything a cohesive unit is what matters. Mm -hmm. And when you have a whole bunch of new flashy free agent, uh, you know, players and draft picks brought in for the O-line, it's obviously not a cohesive unit yet. And they have been horrible Um, despite being, you know, on paper, probably the best O-line in football right now. um, They're, they're not, they're giving up, uh, they give up six sacks uh, Joe Burrow, he was running for his life back there. He was constantly under pressure. Uh, he had like a second and a half to throw the ball every play. Uh, Joe Mixon can't get more than three yards a carry because he's getting first contact after like a less than a yard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the O line is horrible, and there's nothing the there's nothing the team can do without a better O line. Well, without the O line starting to play better. Yeah. You know they we know they have the talent because they've each done it before somewhere else, but they've Got to come together as a unit and start protecting Joe Burrow and opening holes for Mixon, because otherwise, I mean, this was this was horrendous. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, it's hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals.
0: No, I agree. With you. Yeah, the Joe Burrow uh, is on sack to uh, on pace to get sacked. I think 93 times this season so far out of two games, which is horrible. I mean, this guy's not going to have a career. And like you said, it, they got a bunch of guys, but they're just not cohesive. Um, their entire right side from the center over Ted Karras, Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins—all new players. Um, Jonah Williams is the only one that's been there for a while. They drafted Cordell Volson and Jackson Carmen at left guard, but yeah, these guys mm-hmm. are not on the same page. And you nailed it. I- until they can figure out how to work together, this is going—this offense is going to struggle mightily.
1: Yeah, and I wonder, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of preseason football, period, Mm -hmm. much less, you know, Bengals preseason football. So I really don't know how many snaps these guys took together, you know, in preseason and, and, you know, game time uh, against actual opponents. Um, But it doesn't appear like they did very much because you would think some of that would get shaken out during, you know, during preseason. But, uh, you know, if they can by week five turn it around, they better hope so because. Burrow's going to get injured at this rate. Yeah. Like I, I mean, we we've talked about it before, and that was our biggest fear the year before when they brought uh, Jamar Chase in over Penay sewell was, oh my God, like you got to keep this guy upright. They managed to do okay, but then yeah, they replaced eighty percent of their own line this off season, literally, and uh, admittedly with peered upgrades, but uh, it's not showing itself on the field.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I think they'll get better. I think the Col- the Cowboys are going to get worse, and uh, I think they'll separate further out. But yeah, until this offensive line is good, there's nothing going to happen. Um,
1: I think what's I think what's to remember about the Cowboys is just that the the defense is better than people think. They have a legitimately pretty solid defense. Their their offense is awful. Um, but Cooper Rush came in, got lucky this game. But Tony Pollard is also better than people think. Yeah, he's not he's not he's not an elite running back. But he's better than people think, yeah. and I um, mean he got about 100 yards this game uh, between rushing and you know as rec- uh, they're using him as a receiver. Um, I say he's a receiver, but you know what I mean. They use yeah. him in screens. <laughs> uh, Zeke, just abysmal. His, his I think his career is over. We'll see. Yeah, but, uh you
0: might
1: be right. Yeah, they they've got playmakers. It's just that they don't have a quarterback, yeah. and uh, that's that's going to be their problem for a while. And
0: one receiver who's I think a two. He's not a one. He's a two, in C.D. Lamb. They'd be right. Um, let's move on to Texans at Broncos because we love terrible games this week. Uh, the Broncos or Texans were getting 10. The over-under is 46. I took the Texans on this one just because the Broncos looked very inept last week.
1: And
0: Texans, um, Texans are, I think are going to be in a lot of games, but not win them this year. Uh, so I took Texans and over, you took Broncos and under, and, uh, we split on this one. I got the Texans. You got the under final score is nine to 16. Uh, there was, This was so bad. This was so bad. Texans did not score one touchdown. Uh, total point was seven. Uh, this was... Everyone looked bad in this. The, from coaching on down, everyone looked bad.
1: The fugazi that's happening by, by the Texans being in these two close games okay. is kind of that... I, I don't think people understand the amount of plays that have been just handed to the Texans in yeah. the last two games. Yeah. The Colts the Colts bobbled three, not two, three snaps in the game against the Texans, uh, muffed two punts, and missed a field goal. Not talking about the interceptions. So they, they literally just, I mean, they were screwing up as much as any team ever could, and we still barely came out with a tie. Yeah. The Broncos... Uh, Russell Wilson was tripping over his left tackle. Yeah, I mean they, they were they were having problems left and right. Their their stud corner Patrick Sertain went out early. Judy, uh, uh, I was about to say Judge Judy. <laughs> uh, when uh, Judy went out early in the game too, so they had their biggest studs out of the game, and they're still running all over us. Um, the only positive I can say is that one there's been some kind of interesting play calling from Pep. Uh, despite Lovey Smith trying to stop things uh, where like using Driscoll on third downs where there's third and short is actually been kind of interesting and fun to watch. Uh, The dude is incredibly, he is incredibly athletic. The dude is an athlete. He's not a great quarterback. But he's uh, he's a good running back. He converted to tight end successfully, uh, and using him in this manner was oh, successfully. Been...
0: That's that's the adjective we're going to use successfully. <laughs> yep. Oh, and
1: okay. uh, I I think using I think using an athletic player like that. I don't. Know, I, this is something I've always liked to see. Like when I saw Sha- you know Sean Payton use Taysom Hill in these ways. Like I, it's just fun, been fun to watch. You know something a little bit more interesting. Um, and Damian Pierce, dear lord, his his. I don't think he had more than like sixty five ish yards this game, uh, and then another eight yards passing. Yeah, but, Sixty-nine um,
0: yards carries, yeah.
1: Sixty-nine, there you go. So so it finishes up with about seventy five all purpose yards. But the thing is, they were they were man yards. <laughs> they were tough. Man like he was getting hit three times before he finally got tackled. Mm-hmm. Like on every single play. Like every his plays averaged, I think it said four point six yards of carry, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But he was getting hit at the line of scrimmage another yard and a half later and then bowling through a guy for another three yards. Like he was, you know, and, 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 you know, that, that was yards per carry. He had like three plays where he was hit behind the line of scrimmage because the O line forgot to block, like just literally forgot to block. His average was really about seven yards a carry seven and a half. I mean, he was, every time he touched the ball, if he wasn't hit behind the line, he was getting seven, eight yards every single time. I, I don't know why they didn't feed it to him even more. I really don't get it. When you've got something working, use it, you know, but uh, uh, I get at one point they did sit him out because I noticed that he he was kind of using his helmet to just bowl over defenders because he wants to hit a linebacker. Yeah. And after he did that, like literally three plays in a row, not three running plays, but three plays in a row. One, two, three. He was slamming into people's uh, helmet to helmet to bowl over him for extra yardage. <laughs> the coach is like, sit out, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. You do. don't get yourself concussed. Sit down. Calm down. We'll put you back in. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, but he's he's going to be good. Um, it, it, they just got to start blocking for him. David Mills has got to show more. We'll see. They've got the Bears next week. If you can't do it against the Bears, you can't do it because the next few games are going to be tough. Chargers, Jags, Raiders, Titans, Eagles. <laughs> it gets it just the defense. It'll just start getting progressively tougher and tougher. Um, speaking of Raiders, the next game was. We'll go with the word interesting. Um, Cardinals at the Raiders. The Cardinals are getting five and a half points. The over-under is 51 and a half. I took Cardinals and over. You took Raiders and over. Um, neither really has a good defense. Final score is 29 to 23 Cardinals. So they didn't need the points to cover. And the total was 52. So it was just barely over. We both got that one. I got the spread. Um, this was kind of a mess. And it ended in like one of the worst ways possible. Um, it's... Because this one, it ended with uh, Hunter Renfro gets hit, and there's not much time left. It goes into overtime, and he fumbles it. Budabaker picks it up, runs into the end zone. The Game is over. I don't. If you see the hit, uh, I think it was Isaiah Simmons just puts one on him, and it was. Just, I mean, no one's holding on to the ball after that, and so it is what it is. But the quarterbacks did not do great. Kyler Murray, 277 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Derek Carr, 252 yards, two touchdowns. He actually had a pretty good game. Um, but then Kyler Murray, five carries for a touchdown. Like, he he just kind of, five for 20 and a touchdown. It, he's so good, but they just can't get, their defense is so bad. They just have no well, pass rush.
1: And they, they weren't using his legs very much this game. Kyler yeah. Murray needs to get, get used to using his legs again. And then extending the play so he can, you know, make better plays downfield. So that, I'd like to see more of that. And when D Hop comes back, we probably will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. I, I don't know. It is, but their their defense is so bad. I don't. I just don't see them being being uh, uh, any good this year. I, I think that we thought this division was going to be a lot tougher, and it just I think is going to be a lot weaker than we originally thought.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Um, let's move on to Bears at the Packers. This is another one where you don't really need to go into it too much. Um, the Bears are very not good. Uh, they've got a really good quarterback and a really good running back, and they decided we hate both of them, so we're not going to give them any help on the offensive line. Um, Justin Field 7 for 11, 70 yards, one interception, it, but it was not a close game very early. Aaron Rodgers, 234 for two touchdowns. Um, David Montgomery, 122 yards pretty good game for him, Aaron Jones 15 for 132 and a touchdown and then uh, three receptions for 38 and another touchdown he is having a good year I'll be interested to see, is it going to be one week Aaron Jones one week Aaron Jim Dillon, it'll be both I'll be interested to see how that goes further out
1: yeah, and I mean AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones both had good week one games too, Mm -hmm. well I should say week one uh, they had good games in Week One, even though the Packers did not have a good game. Yeah. So, and a big part of it was that AJ Dillon was used in the passing game in Week One, where he wasn't Week Two. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, well, I mean, but, he was
0: used. He had, he was targeted just as many times as Aaron Jones, three. Um, he had three more carries than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was just the man this week.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's it's I mean. The the part that's con, that's shocking me is the lack of productivity from his rookie receivers, and that shouldn't be too big a surprise because they are rookies. But I guess the Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers factor made me think that he was going to be able to do more with them
0: early. He he gets he gets frustrated with the players very early and just quits on them uh, if they don't start catching. And so I think they'll get better, but I think they're it's going to be more reliant on the defense and the. Um, the running backs at first. I don't think I said this, but uh, Bears were getting 9.5 in this game. Over-under was 41.5. We both took the Packers. We both took the under. We got both of those things right. Final game was 10-27, to 27, but it wasn't even that close. Um, I made this one of my solid picks, and thank God that we at least got two of them. Uh, the next two games, boy, these were the Monday night games. Titans at Bills. Um, yikes. Titans are getting 10 points. Over-under is 48. We both took Bills and over. Uh, you made this one of your locks, which was smart. Usually these two play each other well. And in the first half, Titans and Bill was very close. And then in the second half, the Bills just took off. It was 7-41 to by the end of the game. They had in their backups. Malik Willis was playing. Um, they got 48 points, so it was right at the over-under. It's a push. Um, but we both got the winner spread on this one. This is just Bills Here, are ready to play, deal. and Titans took a step back.
1: And, and the Titans usually have A.J. Brown and Harold Landry. <laughs> And they they had neither this game, so uh, and never will again. So yeah, it, the Titans are just not who they used to be. And uh, it was Malik Willis' time. It was a bit unimpressive. Uh, Harold Hask- or Hassan Haskins looked decent, but uh, I don't. I see a good future for them, but uh, it's it's going to be next year, not later this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, they're going to take a big step back. The AFC South in general is just going to be a dumpster fire this year. Bills are going to probably win the Super Bowl uh, and I think the, don't be surprised if the team the Bills fought played in the Super Bowl is the Eagles so next game Vikings at Eagles Vikings getting two points over unders 15 and a half I was very high on the Eagles going into this year I like them a lot I took the Eagles and over you took Vikings and over and I'm a genius because they end up winning 24 to 7 it was a blowout early uh, over the total was 31 I thought it I thought the Vikings would put up more um, they shut down Justin Jefferson in this one
1: they yeah. completely shut him down. Yeah. Slay was – there was there was almost seven different interceptions by Slay in that game. Yeah. Uh, he only came away with two, but there were five more that hit his hands where he jumped the route. I mean, it was it was a thorough beatdown. And since you had Jefferson in the game fantasy game against me to, uh, to go for the win, it was just delicious yeah. to watch him get shut out play by play. I'll, but, no, that was the most thorough demolishing on both sides of the ball I've, I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. Um, to sum up the week. We both went two for five on our solid picks. Um, we pushed on the prop winner, so I'm up by three. I had a great week to to t- make up for my terrible week one, so I'm up by three on the spread, and you were up by two on the over under. We will be back on Friday to set the games for the following week three of the NFL season. Hopefully, usually week two kind of has this low point regression, and then the week three kind of sets up with a little bit better. But until that time, catchphrase. What do you retort? We'll